Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers, Josh here, as joined every week by my co-host, Chell. Say what up, Chell. Yo, what's up, Unstuckers? We are back for another rousing episode of the Unstuck Institute podcast, and this week we're going to get back to basics in a sort of nuts and bolts kind of way. So we're going to talk about Instagram for business. Should you have one? Hint, the answer is probably yes, and therefore we're going to talk about why you should have one. <laughs> <laughs> That was a great introduction, Josh. Yes. Yes, you should have one. Not just because you're a millennial, not just because we're millennials, but because that is the future of reaching out, building communities, and increasing your business for free. Let's talk about the number one objection I think uh, people might have, uh, they might bring up is, you know, oh, the algorithms, like, oh, they're just, you never know, and da-da-da, and, and I could put all this effort in and get nothing out of it. Uh, what do you say to people who are concerned about such things? So I don't even use hashtags. Like I've gone through like different waves of like using hashtags, like using 15, using five. Um, but like dude, fuck hashtags. I don't think you need them. I'm going to actually prove to you that you don't need them. Ooh. So fuck the algorithms, dude. Like you need to use it as a platform for you to sell not rely on the limitations of the software. Well, that I think should maybe be the episode title. Fuck hashtags. Fuck hashtags. <laughs> Try to build an Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So real talk. If you guys don't have an Instagram right now, go download the app and then make an account. Make obviously like if you can get your business's name as your Instagram name, that's awesome, right? So like we have... The Unstuck Institute is our website, our email address, and all of our social media platforms. It's all written the same way, unstuck.institute. If you can do that, awesome. If your business name happens to be taken, that's fine. Maybe use your first name and a, and a combination of your last name, a combination of your business, maybe spelt a little bit differently, but that can also get confusing. So do something that's going to be easy for you to remember, easy for potential clients to find you, and something that makes sense for your industry. I think that makes sense, right? Some yeah. basics there. <laughs> yeah. I personally have a uh, personal Instagram that I do like personal things on. It's not very cohesive. It's not very oriented to my business, mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm thinking just to get a little casual Friday on you is I'm going to start a podcast startup course Instagram page and so i'm gonna take notes on what you're telling us well, there you go <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna build this and i'll report back to you guys on how it goes <laughs> okay josh so use the podcast podcast start up start up course as your instagram name right yeah. first and foremost yeah. i ideally put your logo as your picture or mm -hmm. i mean if you're selling yourself if you're like an online coach or like an online course like use that logo or use a photo of you like people should know what you look like pretty instantaneously. Um, I think other key points, if you are like doing an online course, online coaching, like you can put your 
like little descriptor of like what you are on there, right? So they'll be like, oh, are you a fitness coach? Are you into health and wellness? Like put put your category down, put your like product or service down. It, it makes a difference to like have an understanding right. of like, are you selling something or like, is this just a page that I'm looking at? And then also important in that header, if you are selling you as like a service, put your name up there. Or if you're selling an online course or something along those lines, put the name of that like up there, easily accessible. If you want people to find you, I highly recommend having your page public versus private. Private means that they have to request friendship and that's not going to be ideal for sales. So especially if it's a business page, there's no reason for it to be privatized. Use that like profile area where you can either describe yourself, tell people how many cats you have, that you're an awesome dog mom. I've seen some random shit on people's Instagram like <laughs> descriptors, but like use that to describe how you help people, right? So like I help busy families make quick and easy meals delicious. Whatever mm-hmm. you do, describe that, like take everything you do and distill it down to one sentence. That's all you have. You have one sentence mm-hmm. to make an impact. And then if you have like links to a course, put like change the, the area where it says your website, change that often, right? Like that doesn't have to stay the same. That's why like you can go in, edit your profile super easily and change that mm-hmm. link whenever. So on that last line of like your profile of like what you're telling people, be like, hey, link for X, Y, and Z down here. And that can be your course. That can be a blog post you want them to see. That can be a podcast update. That can be a link to a webinar. Whatever you're doing, based off of the posts that you're posting down below, those little square boxes that tell about your business and your life, link it back up to the link in bio, like actually have your link in bio be that. Um, Just a review real quick. Um, Tell me if I'm doing things right or wrong. Yeah, for sure. So if I name it podcast course and, Mm -hmm. and I put in the description but I help people make their own podcasts and I put in the, the link there uh, just a link to the homepage. That's okay, right? But not the best thing I could do. Yeah, definitely. So I hope listeners are hearing the little tips and tricks that you're putting out there. Like what I just said was make my uh, Instagram name podcast course, and that's not the name of my website. It's podcast startup course. So you want to make sure it matches. And then you said that if it's a person and it's education based, I want to put my name in there. I didn't put my name in there. So I, I want to say like, I'm Josh and I help people who are struggling with the tech to get over the hump and start their podcast. That's way better than like, I help people podcast, right? Exactly. And for more information on like the best cheap microphones I recommend, I could put like a link to that specific page as opposed to just the home page, right? Exactly. But at some point of that like free info that you're giving them, you want to have a buy now or learn more button, right? So like once they're on the done, webpage. on the webpage. Yeah. So like yeah. once they go to that free PDF or whatever, there should always be a link, be like apply now, get this now. Like you always need some form of action. Right. Or if at the very least it's sign up for my weekly newsletter or something like that, right? Right. Okay. But also like not that because nobody signs up yeah, for the exactly. weekly newsletter. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Cool. So that's kind of like the basics of setting one up. 
So why? Why should we do this? Because we're millennials? Yes, in part. (laughs) (laughs) But this is going to be a great way to build communities, right? So 99.9% of everything is online now, except for like the handful of like restaurants that out there that only take cash and you would never know they exist unless you like walk down the street at midnight when two birds are flying in the sky and it's a full moon, right? But ideally you want your company to be visible and the way to be able to do that is through social media and explaining your story and the story of your prospects. So Mm -hmm. This comes down to one, building a community. So targeting your niche, right? Speaking to your niche. If you don't know what your niche is yet, go back and try and figure that out. Who do you want to serve? Who do you want to help? We have, we've talked about this so many times. So if you don't know where to go, look back in our podcasts and, and look for finding your niche and determining like what your niche is going to be, because this is going to be integral into who you are talking to every time you write a post. So we're talking about the little square boxes on the bottom, right? A post, not a story. We'll talk about stories in a second. But with posts, these are something that need to be like evergreen, but also focusing on your client specifically. So within the posts, I like to do, this is your current problem. This is like, this is how we get to your desired solution, right? So current problem, desired solution. You should be telling some type of like, I don't know, maybe hundred word maybe less story to really captivate your audience in their, in their current issues. Talk about several different problems that they have really tug at the heartstrings. Like I know it can be really uncomfortable. I'm not saying like completely disrespect people, but like tug at some of those things that may be challenging for them. Um, In my industry, it's time, it's prioritization and it's like the constant determination to be able to take those small steps every day towards feeding one's family healthy, delicious items rather than like going McDonald's, right? Like I'm not right. trying to be an asshole to moms and be like, oh, you suck. You're you're taking your kids out to McDonald's every day. What the fuck are you doing? Like, that's not how I'm going to get clients. You know what I mean? Like right. you, need, you need to be, uh, you need to listen to their issues and then explain to them how you can be their guide to get them to their desired situation. And this is going to look different for everybody, right? But like, those are kind of the key components. So that's one type of post that I like to do. Another one is like a story for myself, right? I don't always meal prep, but when I do, I feel X, Y, and Z better or something that relates to your clients, but also from your perspective and how you've gained uh, that knowledge and how you can share that knowledge with someone else. Another thing I like to do is talk about a specific at least in my industry, a specific veggie, right? So that works for me. So if you can talk about something specific and give valuable information based off of that, that's awesome. So in my instance, I talk about seasonal vegetables and then I give practical tips, not recipes, because that's not my jam. I give practical tips on how to use those veggies in in the real world. And I think that's also something really important to note distinguish how you are different, right? I don't do recipes. Like that's not my style of teaching people how to cook. If you learn Mm -hmm. a recipe, awesome. You can make that one thing. But if you have a more broad idea and more broad knowledge of the steps behind that process, you are going to be able to do so much more than make that one recipe. So 
Right. <laughs> distinguish how you're different from other people. And that's how I distinguish I'm different from other people. So those are all the different types of posts that you're going to want, like in your little squares. These little squares are going to determine who you are and what you are and what you're putting out there to the world. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So with mine, you guys are more than welcome to check it out. I started doing this probably about a month and a half ago, three posts a week and using the squares to make it super pretty, right? So one post a week is veggies and food. One post a week is selfies um, or like pics of like me and my dog because she's super cute. And then one post a week is- like, You're biased. <laughs> no. <laughs> And then the last post of the week is like an inspirational quote with like valuable information underneath it. So Instagram needs to be sexy, right? Like you need to have sexy pictures up there to get any traction. And I wouldn't, I mean, you don't have to go super deep into like thinking about this, but if you look at some of the most followed people on Instagram, they all have a theme to their page, whether it's like, uh, like an amber filter or like a blue filter or like an all white themed or it's all white with just this pop of gold or whatever. They all have a very similar approach to the way they're posting these pictures and it looks sexy when you're looking at it, right? Like we eat with our mm -hmm. eyes. Everything needs to be visually appealing. So that's the one caveat I think to using Instagram is like you need to make it look visually appealing to even get people's attention because there's so much friggin' information out there. I don't mean take like 50 million pot or 50 million selfies, but like your picture should also have some decent lighting to it. Um, it mm -hmm. should be somewhat well thought out and it should also provide quality information below. Like that's where you're giving the meat of the information to your prospects. So entice them with a really cool picture and then give them some quality information. Just like looking at a resume, like 10 seconds is all you got, right? So you have a quick, mm -hmm. you have a quick burst. Someone needs to look at that awesome picture that you've took. And then that top line is maybe all they're going to read. So that needs to be super enticing to your desired audience, right? So for Josh, right. like maybe you have like a cool picture of a microphone with some like awesome lighting. And then you're like, unlocked my top three mic picks. And then you go into why um, mm -hmm. those are your top three mic picks. And then maybe at the bottom, you're like, link in bio to my top three mic picks. So that that goes back to your Amazon Associates store or whatever that the Amazon affiliate program, they click on a PDF, they choose one of the mics and boom, that's money in your pocket. It all makes sense, guys. But like, <laughs> <laughs> it, all makes sense. it all makes sense. But that's kind of the key to the post aspect of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Before absolutely. I lose you. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, is there a reason you use the three, like the uh, the food, the selfie, and um, the the words? Yeah. Um, I think because it's easy to take pictures of food with like the lighting that I have in my house. And I mm -hmm. freaking hate taking selfies. It's so hard for me. Like my selfies get really good interaction and feedback from people, but like I mm -hmm. freaking hate taking pictures all the time. And it's getting, it was getting annoying <laughs> to be completely honest. So like I needed something mm -hmm. that I could create in Canva. So that was the text, um, food pictures. I always have veggies in the house. So like that's super easy. I can just take a picture of a vegetable and then that means I would only have to figure out one picture of my face a week. That's why I do that. 
<laughs> to be completely honest. <laughs> yeah, and then you use a uh, what do you use to for the words? It looks almost like a Twitter kind of where it's got your name and handle yeah. and like your little profile picture next to it. There. Yeah, I made that in Canva. That's awesome. Yeah, you just use like <laughs> little like round like picture putty thingy in there. I use the same yeah. picture that I have in my or that I have on my feed uh, for my Instagram. I used my Instagram name, my name, so that people know who I am and like where this post is coming from. So if anyone reposts, it comes back to me. And then, yeah, I just put like an inspirational quote of the week up there. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Again, all the things you can do in Canva and it's free. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think it is really important, though, to focus on your messaging for the maybe handful of people who are actually going to read your full paragraphs. It's still important to focus on the messaging. So really have a clear story that you want to tell of Hooking them with that first line, something that's going to be really impactful and really um, get the ideal client looking at that and then take them from where they're at, where they're stuck to how you can get them unstuck. (laughs) (laughs) Way to stay on brand. (laughs) Okay. So then once you have this all set up, try and use your stories more often than you use your posts. Remember your posts needs to be your posts need to be sexy pictures, right? Like, cause that's, what's going to look sweet overall and for people to get a really good idea of your brand. So keep your sexiness for your posts, but use your stories to show your real life. And this can be for, for you, Josh, makeup lists, hair undone, you know, the morning, <laughs> <laughs> you know, normal every <laughs> single day. <laughs> but like, this is where you can show them who you are. And the way you speak to someone, right? So like, that's how people learn about you, about your brand is by you talking. So with, um, oh, I actually have it right here. This is perfect. So with stories, I like to do like testimonials up there. Um, If I'm cooking food at home, I like to show that. Things that are family oriented because that's on brand for me. So things that are family oriented. I also like to put my dog up there because she's super cute. you're biased. I am. <laughs> um, but she is cute. <laughs> she looks very similar to Penny, so I feel like you're also biased. <laughs> I am biased. Yes, true. <laughs> um, I also like to do like family updates, Germany updates. So for you, that could be like, ooh, look at the beautiful Sandia Mountains today or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. and then taking pictures of like my meals as inspiration, because I don't always cook super pretty things and then post them like, okay, when I do cook super pretty things, I post them because they look sexy. Right. But like, dude, Mm -hmm. on a normal night, we're not making a five course meal. Like 99.9% of the time it's stir fry. And that's what gets put on my story because it's real. What? Come on. Yeah. I expected five courses every night (laughs) in the chef's household. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Although I'm not going to lie, I definitely made fresh pasta two weekends in a row. Two weekends in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. Okay, back on track, guys. Whew, we're getting there. So use your stories to talk about real life. Um, and I don't know about you, but I freaking hate when people go off on monologues on their stories. Like, I don't watch it because it's super annoying. I do too. Yeah. Oh, I hate Ugh. that. Like, I... Does that really work? So don't, I mean, like, unless you feel like you're getting really good viewership from those, maybe try it a handful of times, but I freaking hate watching monologues of people. So 
I would probably stay clear of that. Try and engage the audience. Use the question, um, use the poll thing as much as possible. Um, but this is your chance to really engage because then you might get more people messaging you. And then that's less social selling and direct outreach that you're going to have to do. And we're going to talk about that next. So this is going to be a great tool for engagement. Um, if someone posts about you, this is a great place to repost that. You just want to build a community and show people that you are the one to come to. You are the expert in your area to come to when they have questions about this. Let's roll into the real reason you want to use Instagram. So over the past couple of months, I've been sharing this on Casual Fridays. And I'm not going to lie, guys, it has been challenging. Um, it's definitely pushed me outside of my <laughs> comfort zone, to say the least. Like it's, it's been very challenging. But direct outreach and social selling are a great way to gain a legitimate following uh, without paying money, without running ads. It's a time commitment for sure, but you don't have to have any monetary commitment to this. So I love it. It's great. So those of us who haven't heard Casual Fridays, what is social selling? Definitely. So this is when you actually use hashtags or other pages that are going to relate to your niche or like other pages that your niche would follow. So in my, like in my world, that is like hashtag working mom or um, hashtag busy mom. So I go to those hashtags. Now we're finally post-election. They're back to their recents on that. So you can click in the upper right-hand corner. It says recents and scroll through some of those because those are going to be People who are just posting using that hashtag, they don't necessarily have 20,000s of followers like the, like the top ones are going to have, but these are real people. And these are people who may actually need your services. So just start out, click on one of them. If they look like they can be a good fit, even if they don't necessarily look like they can be a perfect fit, they might be. So I usually start by following them, liking one or two of their photos, and then sending a message. If you're doing social selling, this is something like, hey, insert name here, exclamation mark, to show excitement. <laughs> then going into being like, oh my God, hey, like I saw you guys were hiking in XYZ mountains. I've been there too. It's awesome. Do you often go hiking? Just strike conversation. Like it's super awkward. Do not get me wrong, but just find <laughs> something to start conversation. So when social selling doesn't feel right or you can't figure out what to say, because that happens, I opt for direct outreach. And this is the same concept. You follow, you like a couple of pictures, and then you go into this like pre-script that you have for yourself. Um, I usually start with like, hey, name, fill in like a comment based off of like their couple of recent pictures or something you've seen in their story. And then mine in particular goes, I've actually been working with busy families to help them make delicious, healthy meals by learning essential cooking skills. And all of this without having to sacrifice family time and foods you enjoy. A lot of my clients find that they learn new ways to add a ton of flavor to ingredients they already know and love and cook with more confidence. You can check out client stories on my profile under the highlight titled testimonials. Anyway, I just thought I'd reach out to see if you wanted to have a quick 15 minute chat about this. If not, no hard feelings and I wish you all the best. So this is just a way to be able to get into someone's inbox. And if they're interested right away, awesome. They'll hop on a phone call with you. And I've, I've actually had some success with that. And mm -hmm. if they're not interested, don't take it personally. I mean, not you're, you're not perfect for everyone and it's totally fine. 
Like, and I think that's probably the hardest part to get over. But most of the times people will ignore you, say nothing, fine, go back, unfriend them. Nothing wrong with that. Um, Sometimes people will be like, oh, I'm not interested. Thanks though, best of luck. And sometimes people will be like, oh, can you like reach out in a couple of months? Maybe, maybe it'll be a better time then. Like those are like the possibilities and don't take it personally. You just might not be their cup of tea or they really might not need your services. Um, But that's, I think, a really good way to use Instagram to gain clients or prospects, at least, without having to put any monetary investment in to it. Yeah. And uh, how many of those messages are you sending like a day or people are you finding? Yeah, uh, I'm sending 15 to 20 a day. And there's usually, usually a 10% Uh, return on that. Some days it's way higher and it's like 50% and that's just a friggin' great day. Um, I would say it depends though. So it depends on what hashtag you're following or the account that you've like gained all of these prospects from. Some of them just do better than others. Um, But I think really figuring it out and just trial and error for your niche is going to be really key. Guys, I've been doing this for three months every day, except for weekends, because I need mental sanity from this. Um, (laughs) And it's taken probably two and a half to gain traction. Real talk. Yeah. Yeah. But it's great, especially if you don't, if you have the time and you don't have the funds like for traditional advertising, but it's a lot like traditional advertising in the terms of like advertising, you're posting your stuff and going, Hey, I made this. Do you like it? But this is a little more like manual reaching out time consuming but free version of that right just getting your stuff out there and seeing if you can get a client out of it right definitely and i think it's also really important to be generous with your information on your posts in your stories and if you actually happen to have a quality conversation with someone give them free information if it's valuable based off of your conversation so in my world like if a family has a picky eater I'm going to send them like two or three blog posts that I've had one to like work with picky eaters and two to how to like reframe their mindset around it. Yeah, absolutely. I think I recently heard on, on some course, like in relation to your online course, um, that you, you give all your information away, not only because, you know, when they buy the course, they're not necessarily buying just like the information. Mm -hmm. They're also buying the organization of the information. And B, if people hear something a second or third time, that's when it really sinks in. So if they heard it once originally, and even if it's just like a a gold nugget of information, it might not fully sink in. But that second or third time hearing it, that's when they that's when it really sinks in. And of course, so if they've heard it like on your Instagram story or post or something, but then they buy the course and they hear it again, like it, I've never heard of anyone being like, oh, that's the same crap I already got. Like, no, it's actually helpful because you seem even more legitimate because they've kind of heard it before and now they're hearing it again. Um, so like there's a subconscious yeah. sort of uh, thing going on there where it makes you more of an authority and, and more at play. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think, you know, that's obviously a lot about like an online course, but I think that applies to a lot of things where you can just give the information away. For instance, in IT stuff, I do that all the time. I just give the information away. And uh, sometimes people are like, great, I want to fix it myself. And sometimes they're like, uh, I'll have you do it. Thanks. But uh, either way, I position myself as the uh, uh, 
person of authority on said topic, right? Definitely. Yeah, I I feel like this could maybe translate to like brick and mortar businesses, but I'm trying to think for like a jewelry store, for example. I don't know how well the direct outreach and social selling part would work for them necessarily. I think I think giving away information is doesn't necessarily apply to a jewelry store, but they could totally make sales if they do uh, like social outreach stuff because people are going to be like, oh, I never heard of this jewelry store. Like next time I need something, I'm going to go check that out. You know, next time I'm in that part of town. Definitely. And if you guys are like a local brick and mortar, definitely stick within your area unless you're willing to ship. Right. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully by now with all the COVID pandemic stuff, all the brick and mortars have figured out how to ship. Yeah. But if you haven't, and now's the time or just stick to the area. Yeah, for real. All right. Well, that's all I have about Instagram, but you guys are more than welcome to reach out to us on Instagram to ask any questions you may have, or maybe do like a story post and tag us and we'll be responding. It is like drinking from a fire hose of information, Shell. <laughs> Thanks for learning all this stuff this summer. So you could teach us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will get started on my podcast startup course Instagram and report back to you guys on Casual Fridays. Hell yeah. goes. <laughs> it's time for a recap. One, make your IG page sexy. Two, use your profile section to explain who you help. Three, change the link in bio often to free content or how to buy. Four, fuck hashtags. Five, social selling can be awkward. But it can work if you put in the time. And that's a wrap on episode 91. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. And remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. Guys, go back to episodes 1, 2, and 3 to learn more about the Unstuck Institute, me and Josh. And if you'd love our podcast and would like to help us out, please leave us a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a ton. Leave us a five-star written review to be entered into a drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorm and coaching sesh with me and Josh. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, unstuck.institute. And we'll talk to you next week when we'll be talking to Meredith Alexander about finding your grit. It's a dialogue, not a monologue. And some people don't understand that. Social media is more like a telephone than a television. Amy Jo Martin. I personally have a personal Instagram. Did I just say that? <laughs>